If you want to throw down in fisticuffs, fine. I've got Jack Johnson and Tom O'Leary waiting for you, right here. Episode 137. The move with the Rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Got a question? How do superheroes go to the bathroom? None of them have flies. And now here are your hosts, Brad, Frank, and Bill. Bill, that I'm, reminds me. Yeah. What you just said, because when we were at Wizard World, <laughs> yeah, um, there were these two girls who were dressed like X X Men, okay, or X women, I guess, <laughs> X ladies. And all I could think was, you know, that's fine, fighting <laughs> crime and you know posing, but when you when it comes down to having to go pee, yeah, I mean, what if you like had some burritos or something, <laughs> you know, and, and your system's not treating you like it should, and you know, I I have a rule <laughs> on my Halloween costumes. My, I should be able to pee easily in my Halloween <laughs> costume. Because you see these no. people, <laughs> you see these people, and they have their robe, you know, these crazy costumes. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, you're gonna have to pee at some point. But, I mean, think about it. You, no character, no superhero has ever had a fly built into their costume. And superpower. I guess that that's more for for the for the men than the ladies. But uh, what is that smell? <laughs> That's uh, that's Doctor Fate. He, uh, he he doesn't have any way to go to the bathroom. By the way, I picked this up today for the PS3. Oh, oh let's see, you what, bad what, man. Batman, Batman Arkham, Arkham Asylum. Asylum. How on is the, it? On, or I AA? It up today, as so. the cool today. people call it. And wait a minute. Yesterday, I picked it up yesterday. Didn't okay. have a chance to play it on the PS3. You can play as the Joker, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm gonna dr- Someone, uh, dive into that this weekend. One of the guys, uh, uh, one of the dudes on the uh, one of the email chains that went around, he said that uh, it was fun playing as a Joker because uh, um, uh, one of his moves, quote unquote, was uh, uh, be slapping someone, just <laughs> just slapping him. <laughs> That's funny. It was probably a minion, though. I mean, you, you wouldn't want to do that to Batman. Bob you- Gunn. Yeah, remember that from <laughs> Tim Burton Batman? Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. Oh, welcome to episode. What is this, Brad? One thirty-seven. One thirty-seven. That's a and, lot of episodes. And we're actually going to be timely this time, and we're going to talk about Flash Rebirth, which oh. came out today. Okay, okay. Yeah, when people hear this, I thought you meant this is going to be a half-hour episode. Yeah. Don't worry about that, people. <laughs> uh, when people hear this, it w- Flash will have been out. It came out the previous. Wednesday. Wednesday, so I mean we yeah. are very timely with this. So this, which is rare for us, because yeah, we're think. usually about four months behind. Like we just yeah. finished uh, Secret Invasion just last week. Good know? point. Good point. We just gave our uh, we, we gave we gave our uh, our reverse flashes for uh, Secret Invasion. <laughs> we just finished Civil War. Man, was that? I gave uh, I gave Secret Invasion uh, two reverse flashes out of five. No. All right. What are you looking for, Brad? I'm looking for my. Music. Oh, okay. Nice. Well, well, he he does that. Yeah, I got it. Oh man, it just occurred to me. I've got a. Uh, I've um, we got the uh, the the return the return of the uh, the feature which uh, so many people have clamored for um, in its absence. Uh, um, we've got a uh, an episode of uh, I'm sorry. What was that? I'm sorry. What was that? Oh, and okay. uh, we need to. Uh, we should probably do that uh, to lead into uh, today's uh, uh, extravaganza. The only oh. problem is I just now hit me. That I need to find the tune. 
okay. for the episodes. So. You find that. Well, today's sponsor, uh, once again, is PKD Media. Awesome. What? Yes. But um, Sean, Sean, <clears throat> Sean, 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 I'm going to play voicemail from um, you guys know what he did for me and Ashley. He sponsored Ashley yes. for, uh, for her trip. Okay. Which, how's that going? You want to talk about it? Can you talk about it? Um, I was going to talk about it when it's all said okay. and done. Uh, Fair here, enough. let me fire up this this voicemail here. Hey, Brad, Frank, and Bill. This is Sean uh, from PKD Media. Hello. A.K.A. Uh, Stan Leroy. Hey, I just want to say... <laughs> Stop it. To, uh, Stop it. That's funny. Uh, guys breaking down uh, how you do your show and how you run your thing. And I feel personally that, you know what, your show is your show, and you just run it like you normally run it. And, you know, that's what makes your show, show uh, so special. That's just how it works. No fans or buts about it. Um, you know, criticism, or constructive criticism is always necessary, but at the end, um, when it comes down to it, it's your show. Do as you please. Um, anywho, I just wanted to uh, give you guys a little bit of an update as far as uh, the PKD Media fundraising is going for Ashley. Uh, so far, it's not too bad. Um, I wish it could be a little bit better. Um, right now, um, I have raised, um, after uh, splitting revenue, I've raised about mm, about 60 bucks for Ashley, but that is not good enough. It's not good enough. I'm not having it. And that's not good enough. So I've got to up the stakes in oh. order to uh, raise some more money for Ashley so she can get to New York. So I'm changing the rules. Um, instead of donating 50% um, of my profits from uh, the sales of Mercury and the Murder, the Collected Edition, PKD Media Presents Volume 1, and XO one the Rock Solid Steel Box Issue Zero, available on IndiePlanet.com. That's Indy with a Y, IndiePlanet.com. Um, instead of 55% of my uh, uh, profits going to Ashley um, from sales that stem from basically the beginning of August all the way to September the 5th, I will increase that number from 55% to 100%. Oh, dear. Because i got to do something wow. to make people believe. So, like I said, this isn't about me. Um, this isn't about PKD Media. It's about um, helping a young girl uh, fulfill a dream. So I will now give 100% of my profits uh, to um, to young Ashley um, so she can get to New York. So, yeah. So if anybody buys a book, until September the 5th, 100% of my profits go directly to Ashley. So I hope that helps, and uh, I hope you guys are doing great. Wow. And I'll talk with you soon. Peace and good time. So when this episode comes out, like we didn't know he was a great dude already. I, yeah. I mean, he sent me a note wow. that said uh, a Twitter that said, um, "Hey, I, I sent you a half hour wasted voicemail. You gotta listen to it." It was a visual tweet, though, right? Yeah, because not an audio tweet. Okay, because I would be mad if it was <laughs> no, an audio it was tweet. <laughs> so uh, again, I I don't know what to say. And wow, I, he, just stand up, stand up, man. It's uh I'm looking for my applause. There's Stan no applause. Leroy is just amazing. Stan Leroy. Genius. Genius. So I mean, where so where do you guys need to go to to support this great man? Indyplanet.com. I N D Y planet.com. Heck yes. And uh, when this episode comes out, people will still have four or five days to, to place an order. Um, I'm actually gonna Order a couple of things. I need to get X O one, and I'll use them as you know prizes, prizes or something. I mean, basically, since 
basically what that means is I'm getting free books. It's basically <laughs> what that means because the money's going to come back to me, right? But it's going to pay for this trip. So genius. Sean's awesome, and uh, I can't say enough. And uh, I, <laughs> I said. You did clear this with your business partner, right? <laughs> okay. He said, yeah, it's all good. Don't so sweat the, it. The little so, lady. Yeah. <laughs> but Thank just you. don't tell her. <laughs> nice. Thank you, Sean. Uh, yeah, I really, Sean. <laughs> I really don't know what to say. Um, I'm just very thankful that um, that you um, can do this and, and want to do this. And uh, you people should buy those books. Stunning. Prior, he, like I said you know, last episode, he cares about these things this isn't just something to do to pass the time he really wants he's taking it seriously and and it's good stuff so thank you sean very much for that and once uh once ashley's um trip is paid for um then i'll you know give details about what uh what i was able to to raise with the the book sale and generous donations and all that Um, sweet and um there's still some some books up on that thread if anybody wants to take a look. But um, anyway, enough of that. Thank you, Sean, and uh, thank you, Discount Comic Book Service. And we don't want to forget you either. So. Wow, wow. All right. So luckily, we're able to record on uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Comic Comic Wednesday. Just out of reading curiosity. in the late afternoon. Mm-hmm. Call Flashlight just to see how he's doing. <laughs> Hello. What up, Light? Yo, yo, Eddie, yo, what's hanging? Yo, Daddy, yo. You thinking what I'm thinking? Comic geek. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's happening. You know, some of the people might actually not know what we're talking about. But well, you know what? G- we d- did release it on our feed. Yeah, it is on the feed. Ah. Just look up Comic Wednesday on the HHW feed. You'll get it. Um, yeah, and guys, just asking you, what do you guys think about doing this on a Comic Wednesday? Because we usually do weekends. Yeah. What weekends are nice. This is, is, does that work better for you guys? I think it's I think it's kind of variable. Now we are uh, getting ready to uh, hit football season, That's true. Um, which doesn't, and, and doesn't have automatically mean anything. But well, it means I'm, something to me. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna there's gonna be uh, there's gonna be six uh, six Saturdays or so coming up here in the next uh, few months where I'm gonna be out of pocket. I'm gonna be in Oklahoma doing a little Sooner Vision. So uh, okay. um, well, we really kind of need to run yeah. by the professor. Yeah, you know, to be here like on a Wednesday night. Yeah. That's true. I mean, weekends are, are pretty much, you know, no sweat or evening. And, and, you know, Sash and, and, and Zoe and Sage, they love having you guys around whenever you show up. I'm okay so, with Wednesday nights. Yeah. I'm okay with Wednesday nights. Indeed. You know, if it frees up a weekend for you guys, you yeah. know, then that's great. Yeah, well, just, you know, um, between yeah, OU games on Saturdays <laughs> and Cowboy games on Sundays, look out. You know, there's two ways to look at it. We could either... Do every Wednesday night and do one show, or we could do every other Wednesday mm-hmm. and do two shows, kind of like we do now on the weekends. So, if we did every Wednesday, yeah, we're here every Wednesday, but we're only here half as long as we would be if we did two shows. Uh, okay. and, so, and the the one bad thing is setting up because that's that's a thirty minute minimum process. Yeah, that's one. I guess is one reason why it's kind of nice to uh, well be able to do a couple episodes at, at a time. Generally, that's true. and we don't and always do that. It was different today because different. Of all this nonsense. But yeah, um, this just something to think about. Yeah, and and just to let the listeners know, you know, uh, this is this is we're in Bill's house. We record this in Bill's house, and he has kids, so we just can't leave the equipment out because kids will be kids. You know, they'll. I feel like <laughs> I feel like we've actually kind of dialed the volume down a little bit. Because it's like nighttime and the kids are 
This is a well, welcome to Half Hour Wasted at Night. This is our uh, our Garrison Keeler uh, homage. Yes. <laughs> All right. I, I think um, it's a good thing. You know, we it's a very we wanted thing. to talk about <clears throat> Flash Rebirth number four. Number four. Uh, really quickly, just a couple other things. I picked up the first Jonathan Hickman Dale Eaglesham issue of Fantastic Four. Cool. Um, I didn't know what to think about it. Uh, when I saw the preview pages, I thought, well, that actually looks interesting. This is the first time I've actually had the desire to continue reading Fantastic Four. Really? It introduces a new concept or story or something that, that's really... <laughs> and the art, even though it's not inked, yeah. it's, it's all Eaglesham's pencils. Really? It is beautiful. Interesting. Cause I just Amazing. It is tight. Like He inked it himself with wow. a pencil. And listeners, it's gorgeous. Listeners know that I fell in love with the Millar Hitch run of Fantastic Four. Take, take it out. It's of one of those. Like Fantastic Four is maybe my favorite single title when I was a kid. That was the one I that? couldn't live without. Can you hear that? That's my recyclable. Mm-hmm. I mean, my resealable yeah. comic bags I get at BCW. Supplies. And no tape on that either, which is nice. I uh, uh, saw Paul Smith at the end of the uh, the Comic Con um, uh, after we'd done the interview. I saw right. him uh, literally on the on the curb outside. And I uh, talked to him for a minute. He showed me uh, some of his art in his portfolio. And um, uh, I said, hey, you know, uh, while I'm pushing my luck, uh, can I have you sign uh, this this copy of Doctor Strange issue 66? Uh, of course, uh, drawn by uh, Paul Smith. And uh, he goes, sure. And he uh, reaches for the comic. He uh, he flips it around, getting right open. He goes, whoa, it's got tape on it. <laughs> I go, okay, I get it, I get it. So I open it for him. Right. And, and I, I totally understand that because how is it? That when you pull, you know, when you pull that comic out of that bag that has those two pieces of tape just dangling off of it, how is it that you almost never, ever, ever um, actually get it stuck to the uh, the comic itself? It's a miracle. It's an absolute miracle. And it happened to me um, uh, about a week ago uh, for maybe the first time ever. Um, uh, I just I, I'm pulling it out, pulling a comic book out, and to my horror, a uh, piece of tape just latches clean onto uh, the cover of the comic. And Why it's do you like, think I, I moved to these resealable bags? Those are, those are the cat's meow. My problem is that is what I do. I, I don't use tape, so I have loads of bags, um, but uh, I don't put tape on them. So I've got the little, you know, the, the flap of the bag is uh, is flying all over the uh, the top of my uh, uh, short boxes. Um and um, so, yeah, it, it makes it a real pain to uh, actually sift through them um, in, in the box format. Um, I, what you got is uh, nice. The, looking at that Fantastic Four, I really love the, the, the new take on the costumes, the short yeah. sleeves. Yeah. Um, they actually look kind of cool. <clears throat> yeah, That's, like uh, is that something that, uh, that Hitch started? I mean, I know they've gone through a lot of costume changes. but It, it uh, might have been. Well, uh, Hitch had uh, uh, Johnny Storm was wearing short sleeves. Um, look at this. Which was awesome. It's yeah, not, I, it's not inked, but it wow. looks inked. It, it, you're right. You know I would, I mean? Brad, I would have never known How that is, was not inked. I, it's yeah. gorgeous. It, it is I mean, absolutely it's like he, gorgeous. It's like he drew it with India ink. I mean, it is beautiful. And the, it, Frank reacted to the page I reacted. <laughs> There's it, a funny page in there. It's a uh, it's really interesting concept. To me, really about this. I didn't read it. I just, <laughs> I just guys. saw it, and I was just like, "What? That's funny." That's Fantastic Four issue five seventy. You guys um, and your teases. And then, real quickly, I didn't order it through DCBS, but I went ahead and picked it up at the local store. Um, Blackest Night Titans issue one of three. Um, I figured, yeah, what the heck? It, um, it has a very cool, creepy cover. Yeah, it Tara. has a ter- yeah, ter- a zombie Terra making out with uh, Terra with Beast Boy, Beast Boy, yeah, or Changeling, whatever he's called. 
Now, spoiler alert, big time for, uh, for Titans? Black, Blackest Night Titans. Spoiler alert! Ooh. That was a little loud. Sorry about that. That was a cat? Or Probably. The, or the dog. Um, did you guys see this at all? No. There is a huge clue in here uh, about, you know, the deal with... Okay, you guys remember in um, Blackest Night number two, spoiler alert for Blackest Night number two, uh, when the Black Ring tried to raise... Um, Dove. Dove, and it... Where is that page? It said... He's at peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to find the page. Don Hall of Earth. Ra- Don Hall of Earth at peace. Don Hall of Earth. Ra- yeah. It, Don it, Hall of Earth at peace. It tried to raise him, and it couldn't. Well, the new Hawk and Dove is in here. Okay. A couple of hotties. The latest. And um, in the Blackest Night number two, the... So it's not the androgynously gay duo? <laughs> the original Hawk rose as a Black Lantern. Okay. He shows up here, and... You know how the Black Lanterns, when they look at people, they see colors. Yes, and then you know, like if you yeah, they see they see the aura, which is red, a great and touch. They say rage or whatever. So the new Black Lantern, Hawk, looks at the new Hawk and Dove. He looks at Hawk, who's mad at the moment. Okay, she's red. It says rage. Right. He sees Dove. She's white. Ooh. She is white. Look and then look right here. Out. There's mm-hmm. red, and the ring says rage. There's white, and the ring can't say anything. Doesn't know what to say. There's a little squiggly in the place of a word. Ooh. Now, Ken Morgan of the Legion of Dudes. Yes. I've heard of him. He has a theory about Mm -hmm. the white color and the white lantern and why Don Hall couldn't be raised because he was at peace. But, I mean, if that's not a clue, I don't know what is. Well, what's his theory? That it has to do with, like... The reason Don Hall couldn't be raised is because he died doing what he died a hero. He died a hero. He di- he didn't die. Okay. Um. A cr- what with regrets or something? He didn't yeah, die he, he, in vain. He right. Didn't he die. was dying doing what a hero does. Okay. And he knew that, and so he's at peace with being dead. You know. Wow. So, and a lot of these other Black Lanterns that have risen obviously didn't die. Uh. In the way, yeah. that, in the manner in which they would like to have, so he was thinking that it maybe it had would have something to do those those black lanterns that couldn't be raised, you know, had something to do with maybe possibly ended up being like part of the white lantern core or something. I'm I'm hmm. I'm paraphrasing and I'm possibly putting words in Ken's mouth, but his theory was that it had something to do with the color white, and the fact here that the black lantern hawk saw him as saw the old the new dove as white and couldn't even say a word. It was just a squiggle in the place of a word. It, it lends a little credence to, to Ken's um, theory. Wow. I want to flip through that Titans episode before issue before you uh, split. Okay. I need to do that. So, uh, so Hawk, so, Hawk ended up getting, getting raised in this issue. Does, does it explain Hawk, why Hawk was raised in blackest night? Number two. Oh, okay. he was? Yeah. But they had trouble raising him. Do- that was Dove. Oh, thank yes. you. That was Dove that was at peace. Okay. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the first, uh, well, really enjoyed. I, I got the first 12 issues or so of the Titans because I've always just loved everything Teen Titans uh, since the, uh, the the Wolfman Perez days, Perez days, pardon me. And um, I got the, about 12 issues in, I just 
it just wasn't it wasn't doing it for me. So I haven't gotten the last few episodes or last few issues. Did you uh, did did you read it? Have you read it yet, Brian? Yeah, I read it. Oh good? wow. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, I don't know a whole lot about the Titans. There's some. Oh my like, gosh! So like Ed Bennis wrote and Ravenger and dude, if Ed Bennis is doing the art on this, then I'm yeah, back he in. Is. This he is great. Um, there's a lot of the the uh-huh. minor characters that I don't. I'm not real familiar with. I mean, I read the Jeff Jones Teen Titans run, but yes, like the Ravager, she's got one eye now. And that's know. you know, that's that's Deathstroke's daughter. Yeah. So a lot has happened that Rose. that I'm not real familiar with. I didn't even know there was a new Hawk and Dove. Geoforce. Um, but I liked it. And the fact that, you know, a Black Lantern saw somebody as white. And couldn't process and it. And couldn't process it. That's a big clue. And That's cool. Very exciting. That is so cool. In fact, I was more excited about this issue than I was about the reason we gathered here today to talk. Really? Yeah. Huh. I, I only did one reading of it, and I read it pretty pretty quickly. And... um you know what? It's it, it's like a chalkboard issue. They they explain. There's a lot of explaining. What are we talking about now? About Flash overall. Flash Rebirth four. Flash Rebirth four. The overall as a whole, there's a lot of explaining. We'll get into it in more detail. But there's a lot of explaining as to what's going on, what Reverse Flash is doing, the Speed Force. There's just there's that chalkboard element to it. Both. So there, while there's action, there's just a lot of here's what I've been doing. Here's how I've been doing it. And here's what I'm going to do. And it's both Jeff Johns and Ethan Van Skyver said issue four is the one that lays it all out yeah. uh-huh. and explains what's going on. I read this issue twice. Beautiful to look at. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's a, there's a lot of red. <laughs> Beautiful I mean, to look at, but I don't I don't get it. I don't understand the big revelation, the secret. For me, I followed. I, I felt confused. That, I felt that I followed it very well up until the last page and a half. And literally the last page was what left me going, okay, I need help with this. But um, I love the the idea, um, and I'll assume this is a spoiler podcast. Yeah, yeah spoiler. <laughs> Let's just lay it out there. Um, spoiler yeah, just alert. The, the whole explanation that, um, you know, that, that Barry getting struck by lightning uh, did not connect him to the speed force. It created the speed force. Barry is the speed force. Yeah, he well, he's the positive speed force as opposed to the negative speed force. Apparently, there is a negative speed force. Yeah, powered we f- we by found out the hard way. Eobard Thawn. Um, uh, and I just, uh, I, I don't, but I'm just, I'm just so in love with the idea that uh, Eobard is back too. Because Hunter Zolomon was one of those kind of, kind of like Kyle Rayner. It's like I get the character, I like it, but he's not the one I grew up with. You, you know, know I, I, I want to bring out something that, that's been theorized or at least said. In, in the history, concerning the history of Barry Allen, and yeah. whether this is true or in canon, I don't know. But I've often heard that that um, that when Barry Allen was running around the Anti Monitor uh, in Crisis, yes, when he was, uh, you know, he generated electricity and he generated lightning, and that okay. that lightning is actually the same lightning that traveled back in time, that traveled back to that faithful day that struck him. That was oh good heavens! And, that was part of the wow. The, the Flash Zero issue was it not? Is that, is that what like it is? had something to do with Zero Hour and um, that basically that it becomes cyclical that, that he, he creates like, his own creation yes. and he is his own death. Yeah. That kind of maybe explains a little bit as, as to why he is the speed force, because he is what he is. I mean, he, he created himself, and he destroyed himself. 
Wow, that blows my mind. Who uh, who was that written by? Was that a Mark Wade creation? I believe it or was Mark Wade okay. that wrote that issue. Because I would I would hope that uh, the Mark Wade would be the one to do such a a a sea change of a revision. Now, kind of a funny side note. Yes, take this for what it was, what it is. But in the recent in the latest um, revamp of a Booster Gold, also done by by uh, by. Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns, yeah. Uh, it, it was actually Booster Gold who accidentally caused the lightning to hit. Oh, was uh, it really? Yeah, like Booster Gold just happened to be. It was. It's in one of the first six episodes. It, he kidding? did something <laughs> wow. that just happened to was that cause the, that lightning to hit Barry. Was that one of the alternate okay <laughs> timelines that they well, skirted through? I guess it could be. I mean, yeah, maybe That's it just may have been a joke, a tongue in cheek thing. I don't know. There's some interesting stuff going on with colors red versus yellow in this issue um like when the flash runs all the lightning around him and coming out of him obviously is yellow okay but when professor zoom is doing his thing all the lightning is red you know it's the opposite basically yeah i was confused i mean I just didn't understand his explanation there's like two different sections in this book that where he kind of goes into his explanation of, of what's going on. And I, I didn't follow it. I mean, I was, I, I think I'm a fairly intelligent person, but I was actually expecting more of a revelation yeah. or something. Well, I, yeah. I think the revelation here and whether you're amazed by it or not is, is up for question. But I think the fact that there is a negative speed force is kind of a revelation and, and, and that it's, it's challenging the regular speed force, but doesn't that feel kind of like a, it, that kind of feels like it came out of left field. Yeah. And it reminds me oddly enough of something that I've never spoken about publicly on this show, which mm-hmm. was the season finale of lost last year. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, before you get too crazy I'm not into this, even mention any more lost, but okay. I'll I just, <laughs> just, just, just real quick though. Um, Sash and I last night sat down and we watched uh, the first hour and a half of the two-hour season finale of Lost. How oh, come really? you didn't get the last 30 minutes? Huh? Because we both fell asleep. Oh, okay. Why else do you think? I mean, geez, it was like 10 o'clock at night. We always will stay awake That's another something. show, and that's okay. you know, obviously a subject. <laughs> I just, but that, but that's I just actually, don't give away the uh, That's a subject <laughs> I've avoided talking about. But okay. That's actually a very good point, Brad, is, is that it kind of feels, you know, you can argue that all the clues are there, but I don't feel that that y- we can put them together. That a rational person could have seen this coming. I, I got. Are think. you referring to the flash thing here? Yeah, yeah. yeah to, to to the to the anti speed. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I got. What are they that, calling it? The negative speed. The negative force? speed force. Yeah, I got to think that you know, uh, Johns is a talented enough writer that um, you know the clues haven't necessarily always been there. You know, I mean, maybe they just showed up in last. Well, it's obviously you know, a retcon so. of source. Oh yeah, of oh, sorts. Yeah. Um, and boy, hoping, they're, they're doing it well too. And and it, I, I do love it. Uh, it, it it's almost Morrison esque in its density. I mean, it, it's just it's it's like you said, it's kind of hard to wrap your head around. And, um, and there's so much getting thrown at you. That's actually a very good. The chalkboard is full. There, there, <laughs> that chalkboard is full. Yeah. There are some great moments in this in this mm-hmm. issue, like heartstring moments, like when Max is um, he's hurt. He's in the speed force, yeah. and he says. I don't have an anchor. I can't get out of here. You've got an anchor. Wally's got an anchor. And Barry basically says, 
No, yeah. dude, your family. Yeah. You're leaving with me. That like, was good stuff. I'm your anchor. Yeah. Well, what got me was uh, uh, Jesse Quick. Uh, um, you know, all of a sudden doing the uh, the the mantra. Right. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know, unbeknownst to her, you know, um, you know, it doesn't look like uh, you know Johnny Quick's coming back anytime. You know, maybe as a Black Lantern. <laughs> if he's not already. Yeah. Yeah. The last couple of pages kind of confused me with her revelation or whatever. I know yeah, the answer. I know the secret. That's exactly at at that point. Okay, she doesn't say what it is. It, well, at that point, uh, I, I became uh, fairly confused. And I also got to say too that I don't mind DC doing this, but it really throws me for a loop that like the last six uh, pages of the issue are a teaser for another comic book. Because I'm getting, you know, I'm like halfway yeah. through this thing. And I'm thinking, oh, this is great. I'm on like the yeah. center spread looking at the uh, yeah. <laughs> look at the staples going, man, there's like a whole other comic book waiting for me. Yeah. And you know, like four pages later, it's over. It's like, no, stop. Well, you know, Brad, the- Brad what, what was that thing you were talking about, about she knows the secret? Or- oh, go to the last. See this page here? Yeah. Turn one back. Oh, that. okay. With Jesse Quick? Mm-hmm. I see it now. What? I know the answer. Yep. So here she is. So I know the answer. Jesse Quick, Mac and Mercury, Jay Garrick, Wally West, Barry, Barry Allen, Bart Allen. The Speed Force. So she's I guess just she's listing saying, off the major players in the Flash Mythos is all she's doing. Here. So I guess yeah. she's. I guess what what we're to take away from that is that they are well, the Speed Force. They the, they aren't part of. They do not tap into the Speed Force. They are. The uh, if, if we had to guess right now, I'd, I'd think that that uh, Mr. Johns is uh, is wise and and talented and experienced enough that uh, this is not the last curve that he'll throw at us here. Oh, but um, but I think that at this point, that's kind of what we are supposed to be pointing towards is that you know the idea that these characters are not drawing from the Speed Force that these characters are literally embodiments of the Speed Force. They you know they are that force. You know, so I'm looking for that page when when Zoom Professor Zoom really literally tells him, you know, that he is the Speed Force. I'm yeah. looking for it. Yeah, it's kind and, of and so while Brad, you look you look for that. Yeah, let's he, let's kind of talk about just what 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 is what is Zoom's game plan here? He wants revenge. He was telling Bart. Yeah, I love that little story he told. About he was how telling he was, Bart that he wanted revenge, and uh, he couldn't find it up until now. Now he found yeah. a way to exact his revenge. Well, he he came back. He came back from the dead in his own particular way, kind of like Barry did, uh, only to find that the Flash was no longer around because of his insipid sacrifice you know, in Crisis <laughs> you know, on Infinite Earths, and uh, how it really uh, made him crazy. Um, <laughs> because he had no one to take revenge on. Um, I just, you know, just classic uh, classic villain writing there. Good let me, stuff. Let me read this um, conversation that Max and Barry are having. This is when um, Max is saying, uh, you know, I, I can't get out because I never had an anchor. Here, I'll read it. Max says, I never had an anchor, and Johnny lost Libby. Johnny Quick lost Libby. That's why neither of us could escape, but you... Uh, Barry says, I can't run out of here, Max. I'm cut off from the speed force. Max says, no, you're not. You're not like the rest of us, Barry. You're like Thawne. You're like okay. Professor Zoom. Which uh, seems to invalidate our theory at the very end of the comic that they're all speed force. Well, I mean, th- does he mean that? Well, does he mean? Well, keep going. Yeah. Max says, when I first saw that bright light on the horizon, I tried to run into it. 
but every time I got close, I jumped forward in time. I didn't know it then, but it was because I was running towards you. If you're not familiar with Max Mercury, he's been around. He's basically a time hopper. He's been around for hundreds of years, and when he tries to when he tried to enter the speed force, he would basically would skip forward in time, you know, and that's how, uh, he got to the present day. And, uh, so he says, I didn't know it then, but I was, it was because I was running towards you. And Barry says, me, Max says, this all began with you, Barry. When you were hit by that bolt of lightning, you didn't tap into the speed force. You created it when you run. And this is part of where I get lost here at this explanation. When you run, you generate the kinetic wall between the present and the time barrier. It's an electrical energy that exists in every dimension, every universe, and every era. It touches every part of reality. It contains the knowledge of every place and time. The speed force is the all-encompassing flash fact. If you don't stop Thon, the reverse flash will run. His speed force, the negative speed force, will continue to grow and eat away at yours, destroy yours. So you need to move, create more fuel. See, Iris, your Iris, your lightning rod. You need to get to your anchor. So he's like, he's like, basically saying, there's a positive speed force, and Barry, you you are it. You created it, and Zoom has his own. Earlier in the deal, in the in the in the issue, Thon Thron Thron Grand, <laughs> Grand Admiral, Grand Admiral. Uh, Thon basically <laughs> says, for every positive, there has to be a negative. Yeah. So that's why he, that's why he sees himself. He's the negative to to Barry Allen's positive. Uh, but I, you wonder how how literal is that supposed to be? I mean, because obviously there is no light without dark, et cetera, et cetera. There's no day without night and all that. But uh, but you know he created himself i mean in the 25th century he you know he studied you know he studied the flash and studied his temporal mechanics and his physics and whatnot until he was able to duplicate yeah he recreated the accident yeah so you know it wasn't like you know it, it wasn't an act of god in any way i mean he did it to himself very much on purpose you know to be an uh a foil to the flash um, so the idea that, you know, no, there, there wasn't necessarily a cosmic reason why there has to be a negative flash. He just kind of took it upon himself because he's, uh, crazy and evil. You know, thinking about the way Jeff Johns writes in, in, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about this just right now. Just, it, you know, we, we look at flash rebirth or no, uh, green lantern rebirth and there it, it was almost like green, uh, Hal Jordan needed a foil and that foil was, um, with Sinestro, okay, that's that's his opposite. That's his mirror image. That's his whatever you want to look at it. And you look at something like even Blackest Night. Yeah. You know, there, there's opposites there. There's there's reverses. There's there's you know there's living and there's dead. Yes. So here, I mean, this kind of goes with his pattern. You know, yeah. it's it's a positive and it's a negative. It's a mirror image. I mean, it's there's a good and there's an evil. It's a very classic. Uh, I mean, it's it's a, a, a classic uh, uh, you know piece of literature. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the idea that you know there is a uh, there's a mirror image. You know? Yeah, and 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 usually what what makes a good villain, in my opinion, is, is that 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 villain doesn't doesn't isn't evil. What, what that villain sees is is what he's doing is actually 
right that he can justify all of his actions yeah because it's it, the 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 means justify the end and you know for us we see it and they go oh that's kind of skewed or yeah that's what sinestro is well i think you know uh, i mean hunter zolomon theoretically was trying to perform a public service no matter how twisted he was but uh eubard um is just a bad guy you know he's you know, he's not just misguided. I mean, he's actually an evil character who wants to do harm just for the sheer sake of being able to do it. Just uh, a, a quick tangent. Do you know where yeah. Hunter Zolomon is? You know yeah. what his status is? Yeah. yeah. If you read the uh, the Rogue's Revenge right. uh, uh, Final Crisis well, tell, uh, miniseries, you know. Um, he uh, tried to recruit uh, Impulse. Bart Allen's evil twin. Yes. Uh, Sorry, not 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 Bart Allen Impulse. Inertia. Um, inertia. inertia. Thank you. Yes. Basically, he recruited him to be Kid Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and basically, turned the tables on him and depowered Hunter Zolomon, and now he's back in a wheelchair. Yep. So Hunter Zolomon is depowered. So he yes. no longer ex- he doesn't exist as we know him. Yeah. He, he is. He's he, only Hunter Zolomon now. He's not. Is Zoom. is he in our time? Is he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's he's uh um now Zolomon uh is he a present day character? He, I mean, was. he wasn't from the future or anything. No, he, okay. I believe John's introduced him in his run. He worked okay. he worked for the police department. Okay. And yeah, that's one thing I just I'm he was a profiler, I think. You know, again, I read The Flash as a kid. Uh one of my uh, good friends, uh Kenny, uh was a Flash fiend. Um uh, so I read a lot as a kid. I read his issues, and you know I've picked it up lately, and I've always kept up with the Justice League and you know the crises and stuff. Um, but I didn't read uh, hardly any of uh, uh, Wade's run. Um, so a lot of that Max Mercury, you know, Jesse. I've got Quick, a lot of those Johnny trades Quick. if you want to read. Yeah, I've got uh, Terminal Velocity in there. I uh, just about started flipping through, um, um, but uh, then I got distracted. Uh, big surprise there. Um, so yeah, a lot of those, you know, a lot of the, the interplay, uh, between, uh, uh, Max and Wally and, and Jesse and all those cats, uh, is kind of, uh, kind of escapes me, I guess. Kind of like, uh, you with those, uh, those Titans characters. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I, you have something else? Um, I, I was laughing because I, I just got an email from the professor saying, check out my status on Facebook. <laughs> what is it? Uh, the boys are recording Half Hour Wasted right now. should be another three or four hours. Hey. Don't, don't worry, Frank. I'm not giving you the evil eye. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm always worried about that. You should type I, back I, to her or you should respond to her and say, you know, you're like eight feet away from us. You could just say it. <laughs> Let me back up to... To an earlier in the, in the uh, she's around the corner of the yeah. kitchen. Okay, <laughs> back up to earlier in the in the issue when when Thawne started explaining kind of what was going on here. Yes, um, to Barry, actually, yeah, to Barry, um, he says the sea of red light. This sea of red light that he's and this is right after. Oh, I'll go, I'll back up one yes. page here. Um, he says for every positive there must be a negative, and he. He jams that yes, wand. Yes, jams that wand into his shoulder. Up into his like, shoulder. Oh. And that he thing says, is barbed and jagged. The sea of red, this sea of red light is the negative speed force, Barry. Now, I'm pretty sure I remember in the past, whenever we've seen the speed force, it's, it's been, been kind of a yellowish. It's been pretty much yellow. In yeah. fact, there's another panel. There is a panel on the following page, which and what uh, is, we'll get to in a second, but the, it's yellow speed well, force. And what does it tell you? 
that the good speed force is yellow, much like Professor Zoom's costume, and the evil speed force is red, much well, like the good Flash's it's costume. It's opposite of their of their their uniform. Costume. I mean, I I guess colors. that's what it says. Yeah. Now he uh, says, "Hang on." He says, okay. "This sea of red light is the negative speed force, Barry. With every step I run, I generate its crimson fury. I am its engine, and my lightning poisons your family through you." And then this is back to what you said. Upon my return, you can imagine my utter disappointment to discover you'd sacrificed yourself to save the universe. Yeah. <laughs> History has a way of defining men by a single act, and you became much more than you ever truly were. A boring lab rat was romanticized into the most selfless hero of his time. You left a legacy that thrived and grew. It appeared there was nothing I could do to you. No revenge to be had. Your story was over. Or so I thought. So it seems pretty clear that uh, that he may well have had something to do with yanking him back. And that you know He may be the one who brought him back. Well, This is what they're trying to tell us here. Yeah, and on the next but tell page. me, oh, but tell me on the bottom of this page, I did not get the the reveal of Zoom pulling his mask off. Was that supposed yeah. to mean something to me? I mean, I'm have we ever sh- seen his face before? Was that supposed to be like Barry's dad or somebody? I mean, I, I didn't understand why he pulled his mask in, off. In issue one, did we? You know, the guy that was rearranging the chemicals. Yeah. The, yeah. Did we see him with white? Did we see the white hair? Shoot. I think I we just have... saw him get electrocuted. So okay. I, don't I think, wondered I don't that think, myself. I wondered, like, why are they making such a big deal with the... Because it just seemed like there, there must be a reason why he's revealing his face. Is this for the first time ever? And if so, uh, who is this supposed to be? Yeah. I, I don't know why I was thinking... And he looks oh, mad, well, by the way. Maybe, maybe because on the following page, the fifth okay. panel, he's talking about the events of the first issue. We actually see his crazy white hair in that. Yeah. So maybe we're supposed to make a connection... Oh, okay. That's him, you know, that we saw in the first issue or whatever. Let me go back to the the beginning of this okay. page. He says, uh, my, you, no revenge to be had. Your story was over. So I thought, after your historic sacrifice, it, you, it's in quotes here, but I can see him doing, like, quotation fingers. Yeah. Yeah. After your historic uh, sacrifice, destroying the anti-monitor's weapon, you were lost to the speed force. Years later, when Bart Allen's life was threatened by Superboy Prime. Yes. You emerged to help your descendant, but you left the door open. I sent you a message, a subliminal, a subliminal <laughs> pulse, trying to wake up what was left of your self-awareness before it faded away again, to draw you back under the auspicious guise that you were actually needed to confront a quote-unquote great evil. Then my most ambitious experiment began. I transformed myself into a new kind of speedster. That's when he created himself. So he recreated the... The accident. Is this some kind of Mobius loop? I mean, did he create himself in issue one? Yes. Is that what's happening? Yeah. So Eobard came back, but wasn't necessarily the reverse flash. Right. He says, I transformed myself into a new kind of speech. He was just an Eobard, and then he became a flash. Uh, A reverse flash. Yes, a reverse flash. So the dark flash. There's a lot of. If it was Marvel, it'd be dark flash. (laughs) There's a lot of. And. There's a lot and, of and Harry Osborne would be telling him what to do, <laughs> like, like you said, looping of time and, yeah. and and stuff. And it just seems like it's it's looping and looping. I and think looping. reading this out loud is almost kind of helped me understand it a little better. But, yeah. But still, it it's not that kind of revelation that it's that not, I expect. It's not the dun dun dun. It's more right. like oh, you know, we need we need we need Adam Murdo. He could explain this to us. <laughs> so Adam's going to read it now in. or seven years from now. <laughs> Well, you, you know, I, I, um, 
I'm you know I'm I'm gonna believe that this is um that this is John's just laying out for uh, work because the I think this the is road the first part of issue the, four. Yeah. yeah, this is the first part of the grand picture. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think it was interesting that um, that apparently uh, uh, Thon's uh, not his end game, but uh, um, Thon's plan was for Barry to uh, suck the life out of his family. Right. Not um, the uh, who's that that character he he touched and aged in the the speedster savatar savatar who again i i i've never read a comic with savatar in it and he was in the mark wade yeah story. and uh um, almost makes me wish i did but uh but yeah so it's interesting that uh that he ends up uh, uh taking out uh, a couple of bad guys uh without uh meaning to uh solomon uh excuse me uh thon empowers him to uh, take out a couple of baddies while he's at it there's some really cool art things in here the coloring things um the way that that van skyver is drawing zoom yeah like it, it, there's even one point where barry's talking about zooms after images are sneering yeah until until zoom inhales them and then well i thought it was like, interesting how literally uh van skyver uh drew that yeah um because you know i'm sitting there reading the uh, the the print and i i'm one of those that um uh, I'm almost looking at the art peripherally while I'm reading the story. I mean, sometimes it takes me a second read through um, to start, uh, you know, going through and, and deconstructing the, uh, the the actual pictures themselves. Um, but uh, but I I'm reading that and I, I literally kind of stop for a second and say, did you know? Does he really draw him like that? And you know, show enough, you know, four or five after images that are literally sneering. It was, it was a great touch. Uh, one thing I think is uh, another thing I think is kind of interesting is. Um, uh, how there's a uh, one page, I guess uh, I, I, there aren't page numbers here, but uh, they show uh, Jay Garrick and uh, Bart uh, uh, running speedily. And uh, you see the, uh, the, the color streaks behind them, but there's not a hint of lightning. Um, I mean, he's really, you know, if we hadn't figured it out by now, he's really separating uh, the, the two main flash uh, biggies from everybody else. That's probably some of it, but, don't you think some of it has to do that they're only standing ten feet away and you know? yeah but uh but but Barry and Eobard uh are just lightning is just yeah. pouring off of them at all times, and uh these characters and it includes Wally too uh none of these characters are uh, are lightninging up um i guess uh Wally does as soon as he decides to go into um into the speed force that page eight you were talking about. Um, at that point, you know, when Wally turns on the jets and starts going into the speed force, that's when he starts picking up the lightning. You can see on that splash page. <laughs> it's just Ethan's art, man. It's just amazing. All the, the red lightning in the background. Oh, man. And then Wally's running through it, of course. Yeah. Um, I would love to leaving see. Leaving yellow lightning, you know, in, yeah. in his wake. So it's. I would love to see what the, uh, the black and white art looks like because I just can't yeah. imagine, you know. How the, the the colorist, um, you know, how the colorist, you know, fills out that background. I just have no this. idea. I was actually just getting ready to. Oh, that's right. It's on the back page. Brian Miller of Hi Fi. Is it? He's okay. he's a good colorist. He really is. Yeah, I, I, he doesn't oversaturate things like some colorists do. So, um, and there's definitely uh, well, there's a consistent look uh, to this book. Um, not trying to be a poet there, um, but yeah, it's just she's uh, you know he's. 
you know, coloring on top of uh, Van Skyver's uh, uh, pencils and inks has got to make you look good pretty much anyway. Um, what did you guys think of the cover? Because covers are supposed to give us an eye into the book and into the plot. And well, if you remember the solicited cover of this, uh-huh. the, the red and yeah. yellow were reversed. Yeah. So uh. it looked more of like a flash costume as opposed to what this is now is right. basically the professor zoom costume with the, with the black circle in the middle. Yeah. And then, and then it's kind of interesting the fact that you have flash in the red and for all we know that scientist could mm-hmm. be, could be Solomon could be professor zoom. We don't know who that is. Yeah. Thawne. It could be Thawne. Yeah. Because you don't see the top of his head. So, so what this is saying to me is that they're kind of one and the same. They're kind of connected somehow. Well, that they are actually you know, two sides of the same coin. Two si- or, yeah. Or, that, or they're the same side of the same is he coin. Wearing, I don't know. You know that one page where I was referencing? Well, I mean, he's got a, uh, he's got a bow tie on. Him recreating. So it probably is. Yeah, it probably is all Barry Allen. I went um, back to this pa- this panel here to yes. see if he, if Thon was actually wearing a bow tie. It okay. doesn't look like he is. Okay, but that was a. I mean, that's a a very valid way of looking at that page. I think so too. So, before this, um, we started recording. I I told uh, Bill. I said I give this two and a half reverse flashes out of five. Wow! After talking about it, okay. I think I'm at three. Okay, because I was wondering uh, how you only got two and a half of reverse flashes well, out of this. My my first reaction, and I wrote an email to the dudes. Okay. And, and Johnny M replied. Oh, dear. Th- let me read this to you. Can you read that on the air? Yeah, I can. Okay. I said, <laughs> You're probably beeping a lot of it out, huh? No. <laughs> okay. I said, um, <laughs> I started the thread, Flash Rebirth 4. I said, did anyone understand this issue? I didn't. I'm still confused, and I've read it twice. Johnny was the first one to reply. Yeah, that, that's the point where I said I'm not reading anymore. Yeah. Johnny replied any answers. with, wait a minute. Are you saying a DC event was hard to follow? In other news, water's still wet. <laughs> Did wow. you read my response? No. I responded to, to that. <laughs> I just went, zing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I can, I can hear Johnny saying that. In yeah, other you, news, water's still wet. Well, yeah. Um, wow. So, He's just, uh, Johnny M is a Marvel apologist, though, isn't he? I mean, not that not that I'm. Oh, he like he. I mean, he does like Marvel, but he he does like a lot of. Does he read a bunch of DC stuff? I thought he was kind of a Marvel camp kid. I, I, I just is, I've never understood. You know, it's like why do he's you like know? me. I prefer Marvel, but there's a lot of DC that I love. And see, I, I've just I've I, I guess I guess all in all, I'm I'm a DC guy. Um, though growing up, I was a big fan of both. One of my favorite pages is. Is the, yeah, I'm not really sure. I guess the uh, reveal of Max Mercury coming out of the Speed Force and Bart behind him going, Max, Max, that's good. Question mark, exclamation point. And there's and there's a relationship between they talk about in the book, but there's a relationship between. Um, What's wrong with your kid, eye, Kid Flush? I just started getting scratchy eye. Is it red? Yeah, it yeah. Is. I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's Wally basically tells him, "Look, Max, you're basically his dad." You yeah, know? you you yeah. raised him when he came from the future. He was very hyper. He needed someone. You know, Max has been referred to as the Zen Master of, yes. of the Speed Zen Master Zen Speed. Master Speed. Yeah, which is cool. I just it, it does make me wish that I uh, uh, knew a little bit more about him. I can bring we'll get you a, a trade or two. That's cool. I would. Uh, yeah, any anything relevant uh, uh, would be much appreciated. So I've got terminal velocity, so. Uh, 
find something so else. So to summarize, I think I, I think I get it now, but I'm a little underwhelmed yeah. that it's basically that Barry is the Speed Force. I was yeah. kind of thinking there was a grander picture, yeah. but I couldn't tell you what that now, picture you know, was. Again, my guess is that, that there is a grander picture out there that, you know, this this certainly isn't the end of the story. Um you know, for me, I I give this a three, and it's just because it's a chalkboard issue. It's just you're getting a lot of information. Wow. And it's not bad information, but just for the storytelling process, yes. you know, it's just, it's that chalkboard. It's, I got to give you all this information so the next couple issues make sense. See, I ate this up with a spoon. I yeah. mean, I just, I, I completely bought into it, and, and I just, I was just thrilled by the entire well, thing. Ima- I mean, Im- imagine reading this on its own. You haven't read one or two. Yeah. Or and three. You, and yeah. you pick this up. This would be a little overwhelming. Well, this would, would be... It sure as heck would make me want to go back and get one, two, and three. Mm. Mm. I don't know about that. I don't know if I could say that for I would, myself. I'd be like, okay, I don't get this... I'm going to assume I can get what I need from the first three issues, so I'm definitely going to go back and... Well, I just... I mean, for me, uh, I'm a huge fan of... I'm a huge fan of exposition, and, and I love the, uh, the the chalkboard idea. I, I don't... I don't necessarily need to have everything just laid out for me, you know, in complete black and white, but mm-hmm. it was, I just, I thought the reveals, um, the reveals were, were such phenomenal, you know, changes and, in, in, you know, the history of DC and all that. Um, it's, hello, uh, professor. Go back to your Facebook. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's hey, at all, least Frank's not playing free cell this, this episode. Know, I'm playing, my, I'm playing Minesweeper. Um, you know, it, it's, it's almost. I thought big, you were face flirting with my wife. <laughs> you, face flirting? That's like, I've never heard that. That's funny. I just made that up. You can it's use it if you hot, want. Man. <laughs> um, Your wife's pretty hot, man. It's, it's like, imagine in Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, instead of Darth Vader saying, Luke, I'm your father. Yeah. This is more like like Darth Vader saying, "Luke, we are related." You know, it, it has an impact, <laughs> but it doesn't have the same. What's impact. that line from Space? That's a good Balls analogy. Rick Moranis' yeah. Darth Vader character basically said, "I'm your father's uncle's Uncle. brother's <laughs> nephew's former roommate." <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, you know, that is it, great. There, there's an impact there, but it's not. It's not like. <laughs> so maybe in the next couple issues. You know, I, we, I have faith in John, so I know that that's going to be good. But, uh, yeah, I have to say that this issue is just kind of... Well, I don't know where Blackest Night is going either. So, yeah. But, you know, but, it's but, like, John's is, <laughs> John's, is, John's is flying over my hairline right now, and I'm really enjoying the ride. But, it's yeah, not that's too hard. It. I you know. know. Oh, that's a, great, that, that's a good analogy. I'm enjoying that ride, and I enjoyed the ride up to this point. This was yeah. almost like a little pit stop. Like, ugh. Well, I just, I don't know if it's because I'm... I'm aging so poorly or not, but uh, um, I'm getting to the point where, uh, you know, you've always heard the phrase that, you know, it's not the kill is the thrill of the chase or it's not the journey. It's, you know, it's not the, it's not the destination. It's the journey, but you know, I've, I've been enjoying the journey. I mean, when I was a kid, I was just insane for that. Once every 12, 15 issues or whatever, where at the end of the issue, you actually got at the end Right, you know, yeah. and and they don't ever do that anymore. Nothing ever really ends anymore, you know. And you know, I've I've ranted about this before. It's like, go ahead and have an ending, because you can always start a new story later. And I realize that is what they're doing, but it's just so you know, it it's so connected these days. You know, they just they can't 
They can't just end a story and begin a new one. You know, everything's got to lead into the next big event. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know that's okay. I mean, you, you, you well, live with it, but at, but at that point, you get you know you start realizing that there's not going to be the end of a journey, um, pretty much ever. And so, uh, I think one of the reasons why fanboys can get so crabby is that they don't ever get that that conclusion. You know, they don't ever get that denouement, um, that falling action. There, uh, they you know, uh, you know, if you don't enjoy the journey, you're not going to enjoy you know, reading, you know, you're not going to enjoy soap operas well, because they'll never end. And, and that's comics have kind of become soap operas over the last generation. That, and that's a Peter Rios made that, that exact really? statement a while back because from comic geek speak, because these things I, aren't meant to end. I didn't listen to that CGS episode. I, I, I mean, but, but no, it, it, that. it's a, it's a great observation. These things are not comic books are not meant to end. The, the yeah. flash is not meant to end. I mean, he, you know, a character may die, but someone's going to yeah. take up that mantle and keep moving. That the story is gonna keep yeah. moving. It is. It, it will. It's not. If it were to end, if if we were to say yeah. no more Flash, this is it. That would be a little disappointing, and, wouldn't it? And I guess someone, you know, if just to cut anybody off the pass uh, who might disagree with me, you could say that that in this day and age where storylines are constructed around six and eight issue runs, so they can be traded. You know, you do get individual story arcs that yes, they do. They do finish. Yeah. Um. But, you know, again, there's never really a, you know, you know, take the bookmark out and put it back in your bookshelf. It's done. It, it, everything is connected to everything else. And, you know, everything leads into everything else. And that's fine. I, yeah. I've, I've made my peace with it. And so I'm enjoying the journey. Yeah. And, and, a long way know, around to say that. Yeah. And, and rarely, I mean, even in life, do things just come to an end? I mean, yeah. You know, even if you're fired from a job, you you still talk to friends about that job afterwards, and you yeah. stay in contact with those people, and then if those become memories. And sometimes, sometimes with us, you, you know? even go yeah, back, you even go back in that smelly building. Sometimes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it just yeah, it just doesn't. You know, things just don't really. It's rare that things actually come to an end. Yeah, yeah, and um, so yeah, so everybody, uh, please do uh, please do enjoy the journey and. Uh, um, uh, it, it makes me wonder uh, where the Flash is going to go. Um, you know, this is this is pretty high adventure here. You know, this is pretty epic well, storytelling. Didn't we? We did recently get confirmation that there will be a Flash ongoing. Yeah. After yeah. after Rebirth, and it's going to go to Flash Blackest Night, and then from okay. that there will be an ongoing Flash with Jeff Jones that Jeff Jones is going to draw. And that's uh, awesome. I was listening to. Um, now it breaks my heart that EVS is he won't draw it. He'll EVS write. is not going to draw it, as far as we know. Um, didn't do we know who's supposed to be arting it? It's not. Uh, um, I don't think it's been. I don't think it's been said. No, because I was listening to DC panel and yeah. and they were talking about that, but they I don't, I don't remember them. I think his name is, is um, Alex Ross Regis. Yeah, Regan <laughs> Regan Dan Slider. Oh, okay, I, the, the interviews of those guys at the con was <laughs> good stuff. By the way, new guy. Um, so, gosh, it wasn't uh, 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 Doug Mankey, was it? What's What's Doug Mankey doing right now? Is he doing? He's, he's doing, doing Blackest Night, isn't he? He's doing. <laughs> is he doing Green Lantern or was it Blackest Night? Yeah, I think oh, he's doing uh, Blackest Night. No, I think you're right. I think it is. Um, what's good? No, Doug Mankey, uh, he is uh, doing Green Lantern uh, yeah, proper Green Lantern. right now. Yeah. In fact, I, I think this is. Ivan the, Rice is doing Black Night. Yeah, isn't this the first issue that he's taken over with? Did Mankey do. Uh, I'm looking yeah, at uh, done, issue 45. Mankey Green did. Right now. I know Mankey did that um, Black Hand oh, issue. Yes, okay. So he's he's been here for at least yeah. a couple issues now. 
So just That's summarize, awesome. um, I give it, I moved up from two and a half to three reverse flashes. I'm, my mind has not changed. I, uh, I told Brad, I'm, I give it, uh, I give it four reverse flashes and change. Um, you know, so I, I thought it was, uh, it was pretty stellar. I, I enjoyed it. Um, and I don't know why there's, there's no, there's no quantifiable reason why I like this more than issue two or three necessarily. Um, but I did like it a little more than issues two or three. Maybe it's because it starts to kind of explain things and, and, uh, uh, you know, start turning those corners uh, so you can see what's around the bend. I uh, I give it three. Uh, you know, wow. I felt it was chalkboard, just a lot of lot of explaining. Not a yeah. bad issue. Not, not you know, not uh, the revelation didn't really wow me that much. It's interesting. Um, so I, I must me. I must be an easy mark because I think I think maybe I've enjoyed each of these four issues more than uh, you two cats have, mm-hmm. or maybe my. Maybe uh, I've just got a curve on my grading scale on the two. Well, I mean, I obviously, I mean, I'm still buying it, so I obviously oh, yeah. like it. You know, it's not yeah. like it's not like something where, like Countdown where well, it's I just mean, like I gave up and didn't even. even yeah. Well, I've been buying, you know, I've been buying Justice League, even though I read each episode and I go, eh, interesting, pretty, I, pretty I, fluffy. I you know, not not a lot of weight to it. I, I give up on issues pretty easily if they're not yeah. captivating. Well, I, gave, I gave up on uh, Titans, and I'm starting to wonder if uh, maybe I shouldn't have. Um, so yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying, hon. I have, um, some emails I wanted okay. to read. Is there hey, anything uh, else you guys wanted to do? Or yeah, talk about? I've got a, we, we never did. Um, I'm sorry. What was that? Oh, can we do that? Yeah, we should. Okay. We should, we should do it before we finish, uh, um, this, uh, um, uh, before we finish this subject. Um, let's see. I'm trying to remember, uh, there was, uh, music and then, um, then the uh, the sound bite, if I remember right. Yeah, you had a cool open song. Yeah, I've actually got a different cool open song. Uh, I this like is, the this original another, one though. You like the original one? You, I can uh, I can go. Uh, I'm, you I can know, go stab it real quick. I'll do. Just I, I got another uh, another band called um, um, uh, Nether Friends. Uh, they're uh, out of Nebraska. I was going to use them, but uh, we'll go back and. Uh, uh, you remember Darren Brandt? Coming in. God's country. <laughs> he's from Nebraska. He always called it God's country. God's country. What are you doing this weekend, Darren? Going to God's country. He was the one that was like, <laughs> I'm so hungry, I could eat the butt out of a rag doll. <laughs> I could eat the butt out of a rag doll. That's, <laughs> how, that's how hungry he was. That doesn't make sense. All right. You know what? I'm okay. gonna start, I, I just want to start being more... More literal in my analogies like that. I'm so hungry, I could eat a big sandwich. I like that, Frank. <laughs> I'd go with that. You should be good okay. to go here, William. Okay, I was just making sure I had the right track because you know, we all know how embarrassing that can be, um, especially for me. All right, so uh, with uh, let me crank the volume. Oh, dear. Crank the volume here. Uh Wait a minute. Oh, okay. I see. I'm sorry. I'm I'm playing these at a quick time, and so uh, I just realized that it does something. You have so wise. many problems with this. Huh? <laughs> no, I just it, it it builds anticipation for the listener. It's cool. Can okay. I read an email? Or are you ready? Huh? I'm ready. Okay, do it. All right. Anytime. Oh, yeah. Well, I kind of need to plug in. <laughs> <laughs>
You know, for being a director, for for working in TV, for uh, you, know, you know, doing what? live shows, and you always got to be I do on a, mark. I you do are a, the worst. I do a freaking good job too, you do by a the great way. Great job there, but when it comes to here, <laughs> it's like you're the reverse Bill. You just <laughs> he has that. You know what? Red it's aura around. It's him, uh, it, it's content, uh, not just execution. Hit the play All right, here we go. Two, one. Playing. You need more volume? Okay. And now, it's time for another episode of I'm Sorry. What was that? This episode starring Sage. And with no further ado. Awesome. What the heck was that? Okay, let's hear it. You ready? All right. All right, here we go. I'm sorry, what was that? (laughs) Sorry, what was that? It uh, makes a lot of sense there. Here we go again. Well, I think I know. <laughs> Is he swearing? No, he's not swearing. Play it again. <laughs> I know what he's saying. Oh, I do too. <laughs> it just, yeah. yeah. I'll bump up the volume. We can use it as a drop for the rest of the uh, reverse series. <laughs> you, you said the first word. I'll say the second. Go. Flash. Reverse. Reverse. What? He's saying reverse flash. No, he's not. It's close. Saying? He says flash fact. <laughs> yeah. right? oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. So do it again. Oh, flash fact. That's awesome. How'd you get him to say that? Uh, you know, it only took one try, too. He's a smart kid. <laughs> Luckily for you guys, the uh, the audio tweet is uh, pre-produced, so there won't be any of these uh, these ugly uh, um, you know, uh, problems going on here. Yeah, so. okay. Let's see. Rock Let's on. See. Yes. All right. Let me read um, some emails. Uh. Oh, dear. It's <laughs> uh, not by accident. He, he told me... <laughs> Staggering. He told us at one point he didn't like the, this real name. I th- I think this is Bert the Stormtrooper. Okay. Is it Hugo? Is it, isn't that really uh, Umberto? Umberto. No, no. Okay, this is Hugo Rivera. Okay. Uh, it was not. Right, not he's he's Hugh the, Storm the Stormtrooper, not Bert right. the Stormtrooper. He says, hello, Brad, Frank, and Bill. Hello. Hope you guys are doing okay. I haven't been listening lately, and I'm trying to catch up. I could say it was because I was on vacation, but the truth is, I decided to give Bill's voice box a chance <laughs> to see what was so great about Dune. Needless to say, I was on a Dune-induced coma for three weeks. Really? <laughs> I, I was. Uh, I thought he was going to say, uh, I listened to that episode, and I couldn't stomach the thought of listening to Half Our Wasted for about three months. He says, uh, I'm all better now, and hopefully I'll be up to date soon. Good for you, Hugo. Keep those podcasts coming, and I'll keep listening. So I wanna... Matter of fact, huh? I'm listening to the voice box again right now. Holy crap. And so far, so good. <laughs> Apparently, he fell back into his coma. Nice. Oh, that's amazing. I think I'm blushing. <laughs> so it makes me I wish he'd uh, flesh that uh, out a little bit I want to know uh, did he read like all 18 of the books or uh, I think he just meant he listened to your episode okay I mean did he, he well, you should you should read uh, the Dune series uh, then good sir uh, or at least uh, go uh, go by the uh, the David Lynch DVD Andrew Pellerito Black Scarf on the forum says okay uh Regarding last episode, uh, so next time Bill is so comma 
Next time Bill is taking medication and trying to incorrectly explain Legion history, please oh, stop him yeah. quickly. Don't take no for an answer. Thanks, <laughs> smiley face. Oh, my. Yeah, well, I was I was trying to do a lot of stuff off the top of my head with absolutely no preparation, and it didn't uh, really no, work we, out for me so well. We just threw it at you at the last minute. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting there uh, about a week later. I'm uh, flipping through a couple of, uh, a couple of floppies, and uh, I realized that a couple of things I'd said were just uh, not uh, complete, shall we say. Mm. I did not provide complete information. Um, so, you know, my humble apologies. I'm trying to think of exactly what I said that was, that was blatantly uh, wrong, and I know there was. Um, I just, I, if I could think of it right now, I would apologize for it, uh, more specifically. Um, It it happens. We're not, you know, we don't claim to be experts. We just, you know, think we know what we know. Yeah. What's crazy though, is that, I mean, that's part of it. You know, I guess it'd be like a, an, an X-Men head or, you know, somebody like that, or, you know, somebody that's not necessarily fantastic for some, you know, you know, some some comic uh, group or, or or person or whatever. I guess you know maybe uh, you know if you consider yourself a Spider Man expert. Well, that means you've been keeping up with like you know six different titles for forty years now, <laughs> and there's an awful lot of stuff going on. And you know the uh, the Legion stuff. Um, um, you know, man, it's just it's hard to keep track of. There's a lot of it there. I mean, it'd be like you know, I think X Men would be a, a good uh, metaphor. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like you have every single detail, you know, of every you know X Men plot line for the last uh, you know twenty some odd years in your head. Then man, you are a better man than I. And um, yeah, if if I'd had a little bit of preparation, I, I would have had my thoughts collected a little better. So hey, there you go. You know, so my apologies, uh, whoever that uh, that that lovely uh, uh, email. I was. think they were just busting your chops. Yeah, man. and you know what? I, I don't take criticism well. So <laughs> well, you, you know, it, it's it's funny how 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 memory plays with us because there's this one episode of of the geeks that I just I remember so fondly. Um, they were talking about a trailer for the Spider-Man movie, the first Spider-Man movie. Do you remember? It, it was a, it was a teaser trailer, and it had the Twin Towers on it. Yeah. yeah. This was happened uh, close to around September 11th, and then yep. they had to pull it because right. of uh, the... Well, uh, I remember Jamie D was saying with all... You know, he was 100% right in his mind. Someone had to prove him wrong. But the, he said, no, that was for Spider-Man 2. And they kept saying, no, it was for the first Spider-Man. He was going... And he was just, no, no, wow. no. And it's just, I've I've been there where there's just something that you know is right, and yeah. you are one hundred percent certain that you are, and and then someone suddenly proves it to you or shows you yeah. just just that just happens. how you're well. Right. That that wasn't where I was at. I knew I was tap dancing on a field full <laughs> of landmines. Okay, <laughs> yeah, there, there there was a there was no. Uh, uh, George W. like conviction <laughs> on my part. I was just trying to barrel through for you guys. That, so I, um, you know, I did the best I could on short on notice, and it, I find it almost embarrassing when it happens. Yeah, it's just, and isn't it weird? Just in your mind, mm-hmm. you are so right. That mm-hmm. is, you know, no red. You drive a white truck. I know you do, and mm-hmm. you know, I can and, take you, you outside to show you. And, yeah, it's just, it's Brad, just weird. Somebody painted your white truck b- blue. Why did they do? When did this happen? This happened like in the last 90 minutes. What's going on here? We got another email from Hugo Rivera five days after the one that I just read. Is he apologizing for his last email? Well, he says, hello. Have oh, no, it wasn't that guy. Okay. I wish I could have sent this sooner, but I was on another dune-induced coma again. <laughs> Good man. Hopefully by this weekend I'll be caught up. Love the audio tweets and Sage's bits. Uh, bit. Oh. 
unfortunately, Sage's uh, enunciation is getting a lot better, so I don't think we're going to have this bit for much longer. He says, I'll be waiting for Frank's noisy bits. <laughs> Keep them coming. I'll be listening. I have been missing Frank's noisy bits lately. <laughs> you know, it was, uh, Bill, you remember we talked yeah. about this about two months ago or something. I go, you got to get on those Sage bits because his enunciation is getting better, and the joy of the bit is going to be lost soon because he's just going to be talking. You certainly did. But, the, but that flash fact, I have to say, I had no idea what the hell I was saying. <laughs> well, good. Flash fact. I did. I, I had him say it once, and he goes, he goes, flash fact. And I go, I go, no, say flash fact. And he goes, flash fact. And I go, that's what I'm looking for. This afternoon when I, when I walked in, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm wearing my Spider-Man shirt, and uh, I was here for 10 minutes or something, and then I walked into another part of the room, and... About 30 seconds later, Sage follows me in and he goes, hey, is that a Spider-Man shirt? <laughs> like, <laughs> how dare you wear a Spider-Man shirt? It was really funny. Well, of course, how was Sage dressed at the time? <laughs> He's wearing his Batman uh, pajamas with his Superman cape. Yeah. <laughs> and... um <laughs> yeah, and after I walked in, Brad, he was laying down on the ottoman. I walk in, and just in the regular, just non-child voice, he went, "Hey, Frank." <laughs> no way. <laughs> just you do, know. One, do one of those reverse head nods. Yeah, you know. What's up? And just yeah, just hey, Frank. And it was just like it was just like he was a, 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 an adult. <laughs> he's got the remote. Yeah, yeah. He's got the little. Hey, Frank. Remote. Yeah. <laughs> Surfing, channel surfing. <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> you know, it's not the cute, hey, Frank, Frank. Yeah. It's like a, hey, Frank. Sound like a frat guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Hey, Frank. Hey, can you give me a juice box while you're up? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and some graham crackers, maybe? <laughs> juice box. We got any life cereal around this place? Yeah. <laughs> Would you find my mom, please? I want to misbehave. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to do it if she's around. Yeah, I got a boom boom in my diaper. Can you go get mom? Because I can't do anything about this. It's a little, little awkward with you and me. Uh, yeah. Awkward. Now we're. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, uh, when you uh, uh, when you visited the uh, the front, <laughs> when you uh, when you visited the uh, the the front uh, uh, the front uh, rest uh, room, I guess. Yeah. Um, did you use the step in there? <laughs> No, I, I'm tall enough that I don't need the step. Okay. Oh, because <laughs> he does. He needs the step. It's, it's hilarious. He's got to the point where uh, uh, he's into uh, pull-ups now, and uh, so his great joy in life is uh, grabbing me and uh, dragging me to the restroom to watch him go bathroom. Oh, okay. This is funny. So the last time we recorded, you know, this is Bill's family, but... Um, so we're all hanging out here, and Zoe, oh, you told me that Zoe's yeah. room was really clean. Okay, yeah. And Zoe said, do you want to see my room? And I said, sure. So we went to her bedroom, and she showed it to me, and it was real clean. And she was showing me all her books and stuff. Oh, it's nice. Well, Sage comes in, and he says, look at my room. <laughs> <laughs> he actually said that. So I said, oh, okay. So we just go in his room, and, you know, it's look just Sage's mine. room. But, uh, you know, he's walking around and just kind of, like, Zoe just, <laughs> this is my room, you know. I don't know I why you went to see her. Room. Yeah, I, <laughs> kids are so funny. I know. It's, just, it's, it's too bad uh, neither of my kids. Being a goat. <laughs> I just wish they had personalities. You know? Oh my god! Yeah, Sage is pretty funny. <laughs> and we got to see Zoe's uh, yeah. Zoe's little fifteen minutes this morning. She, nice. This evening, she uh, she did a video for our company, or she starred in a video for our company, and uh, 
She, it was a back to school piece. It was wonderful. Yeah, she did a good job. She's on a business card. Bill showed me. Yeah, no doubt. She's oh, uh, she's doing like a, a Karate Kid move. Oh no way! Yeah. Whose business card? Oh, it's it's wild, man. Um, uh, she's uh she's doing a, uh, a front side top kick thing. <laughs> it looks like Danielson. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very Karate Kid. Um, yeah, it, it's it's pretty awesome. You dialing it up on the phone there? Yes, I'm. Uh, I'm Oh, yeah, if you got a uh, business card, uh, bring it in. Yeah, that'd be awesome. A program. I think the professor is going to hook us up with the actual business card, so I don't have to uh, go root around on my phone, okay. which is nice. But I'm still going to go ahead and see if I can beat her there because that's uh, that's how I roll. Yeah, this is a it's a fuzzy picture. It's not the actual image. It's like a a picture of the card. And what and what the what's the business? Um, Zoe has taken uh, karate. <laughs> And her forms are getting pretty awesome. That is a nice drop shadow, by the way. That is an yeah. excellent drop shadow. How crazy is oh. that? She's a good little... That's good reach with her. Look at her. This is a... Uh, uh, wow. I guess we, we'll give them a little uh, uh, give them a little love. Uh, Eagle Martial Arts uh, here in West Plano. And uh, Zoe is a uh, Zoe is a yellow belt, um, who I think will certainly make it to orange belt um, when she gets to test. Uh, uh, I think it's, what, next week? Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so she's been they uh, mom and Zoe have been uh, fairly excuse me the professor and Zoe have been fairly intensive uh for the last uh, few days trying to get the forms down. And uh yeah, I, I think uh um Master Sam said that uh, uh this isn't the only Master this, Sam. <laughs> Sam uh is Sam is actually an abbreviation of a oh, much okay. longer name. Um but uh uh yeah, those guys are good and uh, I, I think Zoe is not the only uh, person on the business cards. I think she's one of, I don't know, three or five oh, people, okay. something like that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, I, you know, what can you say? You know, my daughter's made on a business card. Not bad. <laughs> not bad at all. Well, what's her quote that she said a couple of days ago oh about about being a movie star or something? No, Sash was, uh, uh, Sash was just, uh, she wasn't giving her a hard time or anything. Um, but, uh, uh, Sash like was jokingly calling her a, a superstar or something like that, and uh, Zoe looks at Mom with a straight face and says, "Mom, I just do videos. I'm not a superstar." Does <laughs> <laughs> she have an agent now? I know. <laughs> Zoe needs an agent, Professor. I've been <laughs> I've been telling the professor for seven years. Well, I think both. I think both those kids need an agent so they can pay for my retirement because <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to retire now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward hey, to the beach on. house. <laughs> how I much mean, does a beach house cost in San Diego? I mean, I mean look really. how well, look how well balanced uh, Macaulay Culkin turned out. It could only come out come out good. Yeah, that's know? true. There, there's nothing bad can come of being a, a child star. Yeah. yeah, I think we've proven that over and over again. That yeah, you you come out of that. Uh, you come out with a clean slate, uh, very balanced uh, individual with your priorities completely in order. Hey, so. did you guys um, listen to the the con episode that I assembled? I uh, did. Yeah. Did you hear I've, the beginning of it? Yes. Uh, Were you doing your intro? Opening, no, the opening sound clip. Remind yeah. Me. What the heck was that? It was Frank Caliendo. Oh yes, that was doing Madden. his John okay. Madden thing. Yes, doing. Oh, you guys never said anything you know about it. That was and, uh, that was a funny sound bit, but I have never once thought Caliendo. I just uh, people think Caliendo is just comedy gold, and I I think lame. I mean, it's nah, like he, he's like the twenty first he century's rich up. little. 
You I mean, know, it's like, but that, really, that, I could do that. That particular clip, <laughs> that dude sounds like everybody. Yeah. Yeah, he, he does work at his craft. There's no doubt about that. I got a couple of sound bites that I can play whenever Frank tells a story. Not funny, Frank. Not funny. <laughs> it's supposed to be Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> <laughs> and then here's, here's another one. They're funny, Frank. They're funny. <laughs> Jeez. I think his John Madden is is incredible. His John Madden is very Here's good. Here's a guy asking stupid questions. <laughs> Here's a guy who's a little bit of a name dropper. <laughs> there was a couple episodes ago when you called Bill oh, a name, name dropper, dropper, and I was like, oh. Here's a guy who's a little bit of a name dropper. Uh-oh, somebody's going to get an email. Here's a guy who knows how to market. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Here's a guy who's not that good of a person. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine the context, and it's well, a little funny. Madden's observations are just so maddeningly funny. You know, it's just <laughs> especially I, when he gets on a tangent. Those yeah. are like I, I remember one game. Yo, 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 can yo, I play? Yo. Can I play one of these things? Okay, let me, I'm trying to let me find it here, but it just <laughs> oh gosh, keep keep talking. So the, keep there was there up. was one game where he found um. There was like a, a candy bar wrapper, yeah, on on the field, and he kept talking about that wrapper, and you know it was like a, a Milky Way bar, and he was going, "Yeah, Milky Way, this is serious. The Milky Way yeah. is a good bar, but it doesn't beat a Snickers." And he was and he was using the telescope, <laughs> wow. and, and he was being serious. You know, you see what like, it is? It's the peanuts. Because <laughs> Milky Way doesn't have peanuts, the Snickers has peanuts. <laughs> You know, I think it's on my other computer, not this one. No. I had, um, How many I, computers I do you have? My work computer. Oh, okay. I downloaded. Um, Let's say, like, like some people, they open you know their closets and and they pick from all their suits to wear that day. Brad <laughs> just he 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 pulls open a file cabinet. It's like which of my laptops will I take this time? I downloaded um, a Frank Caliendo album ah. Le- legally. I didn't. Okay. It. And. Uh, it cra- it just cracks me up. You realize you just put money in his pocket, right, <laughs> for doing that. Brad, why would you buy something legally? Because that's how I roll. Yeah. Wow. No, it's it's He does a bit with Yoda also that cracks Oh me my up. goodness. <laughs> okay. It's I've, on my iPod. I've not heard the Caliendo man. Can do I just Yoda. go get my iPod? The candy man. If you really what, want to. What time is it on the thing? Let's see. We have been recording for about ninety minutes. Really? Let me just That's go, it. Let me just and go get my iPod. It's almost eleven. You want to hit the pause? Tired. You want to hit the pause button and uh, do a little intermission music? No, or something? you know what I can do is I can do the. I can talk about our new contest. So why don't yeah, you go you get it? And I'll All, talk right. About our new All right, fair enough. So as you guys know, so we Frank, do, tell me about the new contest. Yeah, so we're starting a new contest, and if you guys know, we do something called liners okay. at the beginning now, of each of the shows. Now, who's doing this contest? Well, it's we are half hour wasted. All and, three of us. Yeah, then. all three of us. Okay, and, and uh, Bill, explain yes. explain to everyone. Give everyone an example of what a liner is. Um. So uh, okay. you know, the, the show intro starts. We have the movie clip. Then we yeah. play the intro of the show, and then you hear you, Bill will say something very unique yeah. at, the, at the top of the show. Something like, "Hey, that wet spot in front of my pants tells me that I forgot to put on my adult diapers." Something like that. No, something or, like that. Or, uh, or you know, the only show that doesn't last a half hour. Right. You yeah, know, so the, something like that. It's a the, little quirky thing. Couple words long. You know, it kind of describes the show, kind of a little joke and okay. stuff like that. I'm starting to get it now. Well, what we thought is we would give you... It's a deep you, concept, though. 
we would give you the listener. I'd already do the liners, Frank. You already do, but okay. the listener. Oh, uh, okay. So this listener, is for the listener then. Yeah. Okay. That we would give them a chance to, I to will write do their more own liners. liners. I will yeah, do more liners for you guys. We want to give the listener a chance. I don't mind writing them either. I, I mean, know. it's not like we have to have the listener do this. So here's what I'm thinking. We're going to have the listeners. They'll send in three liners. Okay. And we'll choose one that we like the most. What if they have lots of good yeah, liners? Only three though? at a time. We just we want their best want three. three. Huh? Yeah. Or do we want their most? Uh, we want the most arable three. Yes. Because you could do some real funny liners that could never see the broadcast. That's true. I mean, if you okay. want to work blue, but um, and and let's the, what's the cadence for the liners? It's it like, takes restraint. It yes. takes restraint. So it's about about how many syllables is that? It takes restraint. That's four. Four. So we'll we'll say anywhere between four and six syllables. It should be. No, that's way hmm? too little. You think that's way too little? I would say more like uh, the show that smells great. Somewhere between five. The show that smells great. Somewhere eight, that's five. eight words, give or take. They've listened to 135 yeah. of our episodes. They know what they sound like. Yeah. Now, in bacon flavor. You see, right. that's, that's four words. Now, in bacon okay, flavor. Okay, yeah, that shoots my theory so that's, out That's of the about water five, right five syllables. So it should be anywhere between five and eight syllables. you talking words or syllables? Syllables. Now, in bacon flavor. Okay, six. Ooh. But that's still around the same. It's not Zing. Eight. Um, Sorry, that was a callback to in, in the episode. Uh, you're being a little self-referencing. Uh, well, it was Frank that actually made the reference. I was I was referencing Frank's. Wait, what did I reference? Mm-hmm. What did I reference? Zing. Oh, zing. Yeah. So anyway, so send us uh, about three liners that you think would be sound good. Remember, okay. family friendly. Okay. Um, in the subject line, put liners. And send it to halfhourwasted at gmail.com. And how do they spell liners just to avoid confusion? L-I-N-E-R-S. S with an S. Yeah. Okay. L-I-N-E-R-S. Yeah. Is this case sensitive? Yes. Okay. And Big they, L, little I. And do they need to send this to the right email address? <laughs> Halfhourwasted at gmail.com. Can you just send it to internet.com? Half hour wasted at gmail.com. Very nice. Half hour wasted at gmail.com. And you'll also be a sponsor. This and you'll also be a sponsor. Wow. So do they get to uh, write their own um, uh, bullet points for us then? If they want to write a little sponsorship for themselves, we'll read that as well too. They absolutely should. Now, do we want them to send this in with the liners in preparation for their, their obvious victory or... Do we want them to wait until uh, they've been notified of be their victory? That a little too much of our listeners. To okay. Just give it creative. to us all at once, okay. and then, you know, it's just going to be... You don't think that's asking kind. too much? Yeah, yeah, just do it all at once. Yeah, do it all at once, get it over with. Yeah, because... Because chances uh, are you're not going to win anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. And I you mean, could, and it's there something be, like, this show yeah. is sponsored by Bill McGonnell. Bill McGonnell yeah. will come to your house and... Water your life, you know, a little joke or something like that. There may that. be hundreds or thousands of people entering this contest, so you're going to need to do something to stand out, too. So so you'll be a sponsor, and we'll read your liner. So, so that's it. So the... The uh, the balancing act that uh, that you the the fair liner writing uh, listener wants to straddle is um, uh, somewhere between um, salacious and sublime. Yeah, 
So if you can hit right in there, then um, then that's what we're looking for. And you want something that kind of describes the show, maybe mm-hmm. describes the tone of the show, maybe what you think yes. about the show. Uh, you know, you know, the only Keep show it. that smells like cheese, the yeah. only show that makes that gets me going. Right, but you know, but make it better than that. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. actually we actually spent a good five minutes yeah. before we record our liners Don't, coming uh, up with stuff. Yeah, <laughs> don't be afraid to use sarcasm. Sarcasm works. Um, yes, you could do that if you wanted to. I and uh, don't be afraid to uh, just send in existing sound bites from. Uh, from yeah, the, that might be a problem here. See, okay, I, I would go with, with unique yeah. ones. You know, you know. So you want them to be original? Original, because you haven't mentioned that yet. Well, I, uh, I would think that in the context you would, you okay. would pick up on that. Okay. All right, yeah. Because sure. if I if I was asking you just to repeat what we've already done, that uh-huh. would be a pretty lame contest. Well, I don't maybe, judge me. Maybe we've just forgotten. You know, maybe they go back and listen to you know episode nineteen well, that, and, and pluck that liner. You know, to be perfectly ho 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 ho, go back. They probably could. <laughs> well, place drop because yes, I don't remember how the liners are ever done. You know, you know, with the Zuna podcast, that's about the only yeah. one I remember. Now <laughs> I'm, I'll rem- I remember each and every one. I, I say I'm, I've got them on my laptop. I can't. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't sit here and recite them for you, but if I hear it, I can tell you if I've ever said it. You know, there is one that I cringe when I hear it. Really? It was, was uh, the... we are the American version of Monty Python. You practically begged me not to really play that one. You anyway. said, don't release that episode. Don't do that. Please don't release that episode. No, that, that we did uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, that, that one I thought was just thinking a little too highly of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. We are far from the American version of Monty Python. That's a good point. <laughs> okay, so what do you got, Brad? <laughs> that's that's drop of the night right there. I like that. <laughs> All right, this um, you were talking about how John Madden would go on a like yeah. a random thing. Yeah. Listen, this is funny. You ever hear Madden do this? Take like thirty-five, forty million, things, stuff them into one sentence because he thinks they go together. They're stuffing sentences together like sardines in a can. Like sometimes you could tell these are got one time Michael Irvin had a crack pipe on the sideline. You could tell. And he says, in place with the helpful hardware, man. There's a rainbow out today. We had an outback steakhouse. I had a Dr. Pepper on the way over to Renaissance Center. Way of rainbow works. You got the sun over here. There's a cloud over here. The rain comes down. Hey, look, that's pretty rain. The sun shines through it. That's a ray of sun. I don't like rain. Let's down the street, Ray Ramon. Ray Ramon, that guy had a good show. Everybody goes, Ray Ramon, I like a talker. There's a rainbow, there's a pot of gold and a leprechaun. He's doing a little dance, making a little love, get down tonight. <laughs> Maybe I had some of that crack. And speaking of crack, Brent Favre can find the crack. That's a callback call to something he did in his act where it's basically that, he, that John Madden can work. Brett Favre, Favre to anything. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, what's funny, what's not funny is that that is true oh, no, about him. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a uh, you know, poorly guarded secret that uh, he's obsessed with Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. think uh, Madden wishes he could come out of retirement now that uh, Brett Favre is now a Viking? Probably. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> and then we uh, need more listeners from Minnesota. I like to, I like to, um, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe one of these days we'll talk to someone from Minnesota and they'll have some opinion on Frank, Brett Favre. Frank Caliendo also does a, a Yoda that sounds like Yoda. It's pretty pretty funny. Let me just do that real quick. Okay, I've never heard Caliendo do Yoda. I've heard him do Brett Favre, uh, the Brett Favre loving. Have you ever noticed that Yoda sounds like he just ate something really good and he can't wait to tell you about it? <laughs> 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 He's good at does. Jokes 
listen to laughter, laughter leads to pain. Pain leads to anger, and anger leads to the dark side. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes good, the dark side does. That's funny. Just <clears throat> Yeah, his John Madden stuff just kills me. And the funny thing about his act is that if... Like he's telling a joke that's not doing too well, he'll always go back to John Madden, you know? No, Here's a guy who knows whatever. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> All right, I think we, we talked about, you know, the Sean Pryor thing. Again, thank you for that. I, I kind of was like there was one other thing that we needed to do. You talked about the contest. Uh, read a couple of emails. We did the comics. I got a, I got a Twitter in the hole, baby. I think that's what I'm most okay. for. I burn, burn a hole in my pocket, baby. I'm gonna need the, the, uh, the, the yeah. mic cable, yeah. uh, the 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 mini plug cable thingy, and you'll be happy to know that uh, not only do I have the sound up on the computer, um, but um, um, I've already got it queued up. So, so we're standing. I by. don't believe. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's try it right now. Okay. Go. You want to try it right now? Go. Okay. Do it. Oh, dang it! I knew it. I just knew it. It's kidding. Just Flash kidding. Fact. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me with it. I wanted to fire some Metallica up, but uh, I couldn't get to it in Hit time. Hit me with an audio Twitter. Bill's audio Twitter. <laughs> I had a great time at the Dallas Comic-Con last week, and that was really cool. And thanks to Dan from St. Anne for hooking me up with a couple of black power rings on the way out the door. Um, but I did make one big mistake. I let the kids have them, and I haven't seen the dogs in two days. <laughs> Don't tell the professor. <laughs> I wonder what, what, what dogs look like <laughs> like when the black lion looks at a dog right i think it looks like lucy missing an oh, eye lucy. oh lucy missing an it, eye it, it, hairs yeah all tell, over us, tell us about lucy <laughs> lucy is the one-eyed dog lucy is our uh what 12 13 year old border collie and uh we she was a rescue puppy dog so we've only had her for a couple years now but um uh, one day, about six months ago, we noticed that uh, I think her eye is bulging out of its <laughs> socket, and uh, we maybe we ought to have that looked at. So uh, uh, the professor was nice enough to take her to a veterinarian, uh, a qualified veterinarian, okay. uh, who decided that uh, not the there, one I recommend. There was a yeah, exactly. There was a uh, there was a benign tumor uh, um, underneath her uh, her right eye uh, that was literally pushing the eye out of her body. So uh, they they cut it out. Uh, they had to take the eye with it, unfortunately. So they uh, they sewed it up. Um, she now wears a little patch, and she has a little uh, miniature parrot on her shoulder nowadays, um, which is really cute. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think he just made the professor yeah. laugh instead out of, loud. Instead open. of growling, she yeah. goes, arr, arr. <laughs> <laughs> It's cool, though. She's uh, uh she, uh, uh, I don't think she was necessarily abused, but I think she might have been neglected. Uh, you know where her favorite puppy. place to go take a walk is? No. <laughs> the park. Oh. Stand by for the Bad Pirate Joke series uh, coming to a podcast near you. So uh, this pirate now walks into a bar. Yeah. He's got a, one of those big... the Captain's wheel? The captain's wheel uh -huh. on a pirate ship uh, around his waist. And he walks up to the bar 
and the bartender says, "What's what's with the wheel?" And he goes, the pirate says, "Arr, it's driving me nuts." <laughs> Here, you need to fire up a drop or two. You're gonna, need, you're gonna need the eighth. Do I need to edit table. that? <laughs> no, nope, that's not. a great <laughs> joke. Nope. I love that joke. Don't worry, the kids won't get it. Yeah. You're good. They'll that's go. that's the perfect they kind go, of adult you joke. You mean like peanuts? Yes, or like cashews. Peanuts. What's that mean? Arr, it's Let's driving listen. me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, here the the moral of the story is, you know, can we start calling our Cyclops? Um, you can. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, the thing is, if you're really quiet, you can sneak up on her on her right side, and sure she won't even can. know you're there. Well, she's like 13. I'm not sure she hears so well anymore. She is a sweetheart. Look at that. She's a good yeah. dog. Border collies are good dogs, and and girl border collies are great dogs. You know, she was there. There was a period of time where she was always kind of hiding. Yeah. Never really wanted to hang out with us, and I guess that was part of the whole tumor Well, I think thing. she literally feels better now. I mean, no, you uh, can tell. Yeah, I mean, she comes up. Look, I'm petting her. She wouldn't. Yeah. she wouldn't do that. And part of it was just you know, she uh, uh, you know, for the last couple of years now, um, you know, we haven't necessarily been working with her quote fingers uh, engaged, but um, you know, just you know, she <sighs> gets attention, and you know. You know, God forbid she ever got abused in her former life, but she certainly doesn't now. So, you know, I think, you know, maybe she's relaxed and is trusting and, you know, the the kind of things that, you know, push you up that hierarchies, you know, that Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You know, she's a. She's closer to self-actualization than she is to uh, a survival, uh, hopefully. So, yeah, good times. Good times. Yeah. Hey, so she's a good doggy. <laughs> thanks for thanks Back for lending up. me this, Lucy. No, Bill, stop her. Stop. Let go, Lucy. Let go. go for the neck. Go for the no. neck, Lucy. No. Let go, no. Lucy. Stop. No, Lucy. Sick him. Sick him. Down. Sick him. Down, Lucy. Sick him. Ah. <laughs> hey, don't worry. The, uh, the professor just, just hey, yelled out, "You're going to make the dog pee on hey, yourself." If, if you know, if it really becomes a problem, just pop her dentures out, okay? <laughs> it's no biggie. Oh, by the way, thank you, Bill, for lending me your showcase Doom Yay. Patrol. I cannot wait to read this. That is volume one. Those are the first Doom Patrol stories ever written. And what do you think about that little shot right mm-hmm. there? I think Rita Farr is, uh, she's awesome. There's something very uh, interesting about that one. With the choo-choo train. She's very strong. You guys want some soda? I'd love some. I kind of need to go to the bathroom now, just... I don't know why it just occurred to me. I don't understand why that panel is. Uh, you'll have to explain that panel to well, me it, later. Well, it's it's off air. I, I don't know what's going on, but it's, I think it's more the suggestion. You'll have to going on. you'll have to tell me what you. Um, <clears throat> if that had been a Nick Fury comic, they would have had it. If changed. that had been a Nick Fury comic, that would have all been we're changed. saying. That's yeah. all we're saying. There are many levels of suggestion there. Yeah, so that's uh, that's a cool read. You know what the uh, I'm trying <laughs> to remember. <laughs> See, look at that. I'm trying to remember who they don't just don't just don't go into that. Um, uh, for the most part, I think that's written. I think the Doom Patrol. Uh, here's my here's my instant review. But uh, the early this is the '60s version. of The Doom Patrol <laughs> was uh, what the heck was that? Well, one Cape Tone. Um, that's written well. A lot of Silver Age stuff uh-huh. is so very cut and dry. You know. 
you know, boy, howdy, we sure got those bad guys. You know, um, <laughs> let's go get some ice cream. That I think um, that's legion. I kind of have a hard time reading a lot of the Silver Age stuff. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, Brad, the, the Legion, Justice League. I powered through it. It's um, hard for me to read. Yeah, and you know what? That really, I mean, like, I try. You know, I read the um, and I think Shazam it, showcase. Yeah. Oh, that was well, hard to get. And through. I think it's more. Um, I think it's more the DC slash Charlton stuff, frankly, yeah, because right. because you know Marvel's earliest stuff was still quite a bit different from the Bronze Age of the seventies that, that we all grew up reading. The early but, Stanley Jack Kirby, yeah. Fantastic Four, Stanley Steve Ditko Spider Man. That's all fun and yeah. easy to read. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree. Is um, Marvel, I think. Uh, in my opinion, was superior to uh, to DC back in the '60s, which is interesting because Marvel was the upstart, and DC was you know the uh, uh, the old uh, um, classic stalwart. Well, you, you know what they they were they were stuck in a uh, in a formula. They yeah. were, their books were probably selling well. Why change anything? Yeah, yeah. Because I just you know you read like uh, especially the Justice Leagues. I don't know if it's Gardner Fox or or you know exactly who yeah or if it was because. The uh, uh, Julie Schwartz, uh, the editor, um, I'm trying to remember if he was maybe I'm maybe I'm getting my facts mixed up again. But uh, the I know the editorial uh, staff at DC uh, absolutely ruled with an iron fist back in the day. I remember uh, um, Jim Shooter telling stories, you know, and of course he was writing you know Legion stories at like fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Um, so he was a, he was a, a kid. You want to talk about wet behind the ears? Um, uh, but uh, him telling stories about how the editor basically told him how he was going to write his stories. Mm. You know, I mean, it, you know, the idea that he had to run pretty right. much everything. You, you, know. you, you need a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we do things at DC. Beginning, <laughs> middle, and end. <laughs> I see. Just rising action, climax, and falling action. First, Every episode. Tell them what you're going to tell them. <laughs> then you tell them. Then you tell them. <laughs> and then you remind them of what you told them. <laughs> You can't go wrong with that. Yeah. But I think the uh, the Doom Patrol um, is written uh, in a more interesting fashion, in a, in a more mature fashion um, uh, than uh, mature. Okay, uh, mature is probably a bad adjective uh, to use there. Um, but the the stories are not quite so, you know, you know. You know, pinch your cheek and twist it. You know, yeah. hey, aren't we all fresh wrote, and apple cheeked? And who wrote that you know, old that old Doom Patrol? Stuff? Dang it! I I just read the Let's thing about out. a month ago, and I'm I'm having a hard time remembering. It was it was nobody you've heard of, most likely. Uh, Arnold Drake. Yeah, that's it. And Bruno, Bruno, Premieri, 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 something like that. Uh, but yeah, I think Arnold Drake uh, is interesting because I, I don't know what I have to go to. Um, you know, comic book DB or something, but I have no idea what or if Arnold Drake's ever written uh, before or since. A bit of a name dropper. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to look up Arnold Drake. So I'm fast. sharing a taxi with Arnold Drake over the weekend, and uh, are you going to a comic book DB real, real quick? Like going to the internet. The internet's that's that's crazy talk. Now I'm going to see. Uh, I'm going to see real quick, like uh, if I can locate something before we get out of here, uh, before we have to do an allegory and get out of here. Uh, let's see, comic book. Oh, jeez, I'm 
would have to spell that right. Tune in I, next week when we do some more surfing and I you should, can listen to yeah, us. I, I'm about to say uh, I should have uh, taken Tune typing in next classes week in high school. <laughs> while you listen to us make photocopies. <laughs> I thought we were going to make break, sandwiches. I'm going to break out my mimeographs. Sandwiches. Let's see. Now, if I just type in Drake, is it going to return like gonna return like a duck? Arnold Drake. Arnold Drake, is that what we said? Yes. Not Tom Mandrake. I need some dialing music. Um, okay, so Introduced Arnold Drake. Introduced by the editor, by editors, by Bob King, a friend of Arnold Drake's came about Batman Showcase, Tommy Tomorrow Greatest Adventures. In 70s, he says Wikipedia, it's not edited very well. Okay. Little Lulu start by the Legacy Silver Age. By Southweek, 1967. You see, this is edited all wrong. This isn't very good. Huh. Oh, well, wait. No, now wait, no, now the page is finally loaded. Okay. Introduced to editors by Bob Kane, a friend of Arnold's brother, Drake, started at DC writing script for <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Dude, go. he... Uh, um, I think this is a misprint. Um, it's, it says he uh, wrote a uh, Batman issue in 1940. Um, I can't find anything earlier than 1951. He wrote Mystery in Space back then. Oh, and House of Mystery, which is completely different. Oh, and The Fox and the Crow, which I absolutely do not get. Um, but uh, in 19- Did he Heckle and Jekyll? No, in 1950, he was a writer uh, for The Adventures of Bob Hope. You know um, what? A- episode 92, apparently, Dr. Jerkle and Mr. Hyde. <laughs> okay. You know what? You know seven is summer help. Uh, someone told oh, me good. that 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 is the all-time best-selling comic book. That series, the Bob Seriously? Hope comic book. Yeah. Oh, that's a comic book. Yeah. But it was oh. back in the, in the 40s and stuff. But, you uh. know, comics, you know, there was different media back then. And stuff like, but, like, uh, that was, well. that, that's the best-selling series of all time, the wow. Bob Hope. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Um, he, uh, uh, he's, uh, ri- he's written some X-Men. Giant-sized X-Men. What? I thought Claremont wrote that. Giant-sized man thing? Did he write that? I don't understand. It's it uh, it it links us to giant size X Men number one, <laughs> which you know was uh, I I really honestly thought well, Cockman wrote or uh, Claremont wrote that. Well, I, I've always heard a reference that you know uh, Doom Patrol. You know, it, it's like a mirror image of X Men a little bit. I mean, it's kind of the same concept: guy in a wheelchair, freaks. Yeah. You know. Uh, um. I wish it said. I mean, it says editor was Len Wein or Ween, and the cover artist was Dave Gockerman Gil Kane. Um, but it doesn't give more. There's no synopsis, and it doesn't uh, doesn't actually list uh, anything else about it. it. Doesn't say who the artist or the writer was, which is unfortunate. Check the time. Don't want to do too long. Good point. <laughs> So anyway, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe someone can fill us in in the next uh, week or so on the uh, forums and let us know what the heck this is actually all about. It says he wrote Supergirl in 1972, uh, um, World's Finest Comics in 1941. Maybe he has been writing that long. Um, but he's got stuff here in the 2000s. Um, I, this may just be when it was re-released. That's got to be it, yeah, because the showcase, yeah. Showcase presents Doom Patrol says 2009. He obviously was writing them in the 60s, so there you go. But... Um, but yeah, uh, many loves Adobe Gillis. Oh, um, good stuff. GI Combat. Um, yeah, so uh, you know, go out and check it. Um, yeah, Captain Marvel. It says Batman in 1940. 
Um, and again, I, I assume these are comics, but issue 98, 103, 105, 17, 24, 32. Um, what was man, that your locker combination? Manhunt and Outer Space. Hut. I think those were the numbers calling back to Lost. Speaking of Lost, I think I think Again, I, I think we're seen the last half hour episode, of the last episode. I think we've just been kind of, like the last fifty minutes. I think we've just kind of been. You mean like the last five o minutes, right? Five o, <laughs> like <laughs> the last wrap this hour. Up. Okay, all right. All right. Well, we love you, people. Yeah. Thank you for listening to a half hour wasted. Be sure to check out the Legion of Dudes podcast. It comes out every Thursday on this same feed. Visit our website halfhourwasted.com to check out our blogs, forums, photos, and more. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. You can also drop us an individual email at brad, frank, or bill at halfhourwasted.com. Visit our sponsor, dcbsservice.com. And um, what the, who is the other one, Brad? Sean Pryor. Sean Pryor, PKD Media. Yep. Uh, be sure to check him out. And remember, till next week, I'm Frank. Uh, I'm Bill, and I'd just like to say that... Uh, Hey, uh, uh, the goon on the forums, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Bells, uh, I am going to write you back one of these days. So, uh, I haven't forgotten about you, my man. And we'll see. Oh, next week we're going to have, uh, Dave Hopkins and, uh, Prince Schoonover on the yeah. show. So be sure to listen. Talk about astronaut dad. See you next week. So I thought that, uh, dark go ahead. Number eight go. was pretty good. Um, this is I